Dynamite Download, your home for all positive coverage on all the wrestling. Special event, as you can see, uh, STD. Welcome to Dynamite Download. What's up? We got our guy Bonzi back, y'all. Hey. A good one, man. You're not watching a repeat. It is true. Booking by Bonds is back, baby. And it's good to see you, man. New and improved. Missed you good on to see the you screen. guys, too. And the Dukes of Dynamite are reunited at last again. Sipping that Dynamite Download cup right there and then cheersing it with the Dynamite Download mug. My blue blue water for energy. Yeah, that's hey, right. Man, you blue got your, water. Your that's good stuff. Sure. Love that, man. Good, good. <laughs> Welcome back to the crew, Bond. Thank you. It's good to have you. Um, last time we chat to now, a lot has changed. The landscape has changed. And SPD and I were here. just talking about this um, last week as we were heading into, you know, the go home um, episodes yeah. of, of of AEW television here. We are right on the precipice of double or nothing. And Woo. man, you know, a lot has been circulating online about how much has changed in such a short period of time. You know, three years, how crazy the cards have changed since the first double or nothing to this one. A lot of new talent. SPD, you got it right there, dude. I mean, it is unbelievable. Look at the main the events. faces yeah. that are on this show compared. I mean, it's it's wild. I almost have to take the shades off for this one. That is an exclusive there. right there. Wow. Yeah. That's, a, that's a fantastic. Um, incredible to show the progression of how far this company has come, man. Yeah, and, and some people who have come and gone, and a lot of people obviously have came, and, you know, few have gone. And Bonds, I think – I know something's been on your chest or maybe like on your neck or something that you might want to oh, yeah. share with us just to kick things off <laughs> as we're speaking of gone <laughs> as, as we're starting to roll, we, you know, it's yeah. going to be a fun night talking this a massive pay-per-view, but you know, before we get into the, the meat and potatoes of AEW, you got anything to, have to say that's on your chest? I mean, you've been, been off dynamite you, down download television for a while. So what's up, man? Well, you people know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm an avid music listener, okay? It's one of my Shakespearean passions. I love it. And you may recognize this quote from the Steve Miller band, and it always stuck with me. <laughs> Take the money and run. Okay? Hold on. Oh. Oh, the tears are coming. If I had any doubts, those evaporated the second SPD and Crayfish offered me a giant stack of cash. <laughs> <laughs> it's all yours, Bonds. So for tonight, my one night back with the Dynamite Download crew, officially, oh, God. I'm going to make Steve Miller Band proud. <laughs> okay? So thank you for having me back. 
we're so proud to have you, man. Thank and, you, man. You know, that embrace embrace the nightmare. Um, I love it. I love having you back. Um, you know, and, and honest to God, dude, the the, the, the amount of <laughs> it's awesome to have you here yeah. with us, buddy. And um, I know you've been dying to uh, to to break out your best Cody impression. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you. Um, it wasn't as good as I expected, but it was better than I thought it would be. Hey, man, the, the neck tattoo <laughs> the neck tattoo is a beautiful Thank thing. Thank you. Beautiful. I didn't do this perfect neck tattoo, but this is real, by the way. I got this just for this bit. Oh, That's okay. awesome, dude. Yeah. That's dedication right there, bro. That is. Smokes. I am That's amazing. That's what they um, always say about me. <laughs> bro, uh, We now that we got your the introduction out of the way, we're grateful that you joined us, Bonds. Yes. Um, I think SPD and I both agree uh, the amount of different – the, 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 the how jam-packed this show is, it's really important to have that third voice in here because, He's you know, cool. SPD and I, um, we we tend to split a lot of times, heel and face, and it's good to have that tiebreaker. Bonds is the tiebreaker. Yeah. So, yeah, but he's more team heel. You know he's – Oh, uh, well, you know that's why I love having Bonds join us, man. <laughs> um, but on the tiebreaker. Let's, let's let's get into the first. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna wind our way through double or nothing, guys. So those of you who joined us, we really appreciate you joining us. Give us your predictions while you're in the chat. Let's yes, let's go back please. and forth here. But fill out those bingo cards, tag us online. We love to see them. It's one of our favorite parts of the pay-per-views season. You know, I'll never forget our all out preview show when we were live in chicago that was, that was a lot awesome. of fun we had a couple special so guests in there fun. some cold spray it was a live show <laughs> Dude, and now with the a lot of cold spray so <laughs> no these doubt. are always a good time and yeah. they get you thinking and this one's given us a few days to marinate ahead of the pay-per-view you know we got the pay-per-view on sunday a couple things potentially could happen at a live rampage tomorrow but we're going early we're making our picks early they're locked yeah. and loaded let's do uh, it. no turning back on this one but uh oh. you know let's kick it off with with the buy-in you know hook housing hook and Danhausen, aka Hookhausen, versus Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling. You know, Hook's push and rise has been incredible to watch, and just you know, got over with the fans so quickly. Um, you guys know how I feel about Danhausen, so you love Dan. The pairing, I don't think Hook needs to to be paired with anyone unless they're really trying to elevate Danhausen to a level on Hook's level, um, but. That being said, you know, this is going to be a, you know, crowd pleaser match. Obviously, he's going to be so over, but uh, hopefully they protect Nice because I think Nice has is, is got a lot of potential and he's going to be a lot of fun if he can get a nice heel, you know, that mid-heel push and pick up those Ws versus some some impressive talent. So my pick yeah. was Hook and Danhausen because Hook is untouchable right now. What about yeah, you, I feel it, man. I, You know, this feels like Mark Sterling takes a million bumps match to me, you know, um, <laughs> unfortunately for Mark Sterling, but yeah, yeah, it's, that's what this is. I feel like we're going to get a lot of, you know, maybe Dan Housen messing with Mark Sterling and hook and Tony Nese getting some stuff in, which would be kind of cool. Um, I'm excited for that. And, yeah. And, and we're going to maybe see hook in a little bit of a longer match, you know, it's, this is going to be his first pay-per-view, right? So that's going to be exciting for, for hook and Dan Housen, obviously he's just coming back from his injury. So he hasn't had an yeah. opportunity to uh, wrestle at a pay-per-view yet. And I don't think he was sure. even signed yet either. So, this will be exciting. I mean, this is going to be a crowd pleaser, like you said, SPD. Like, I picked Hookhausen as well just because I, I think that Hook is on one of those trajectories where you don't want to give him an unnecessary no. loss. And it's yeah. like you might as well not have him wrestle this match if you're going to have him lose. That's how I yeah, feel about yeah. it. So, No, that's uh, a good, good way to put it. Yeah, but it'll good be point. fun. 
it'll be good for, good fun startup match for the show. Yeah, you know what? There's a couple things that are interesting to me on this. You know, one of those things is you know we we had a chance to chat a little bit with QT. He, he's he's yeah. one of our he's one of our guys. We love QT Marshall, and um, he gave us a little insight. And you know, Taz especially, but the backstage crew really wanted to keep Hook as his own entity. Yeah. So it yeah. is really interesting to see his pairing with Danhausen now. Um, didn't see this coming. Uh, no. but, I, but I'll say, you know, what, what is working about this and, and maybe why they decided to pivot, um, away from hook being his own, his own thing is, you know, it allows hook to be the straight man to Dan Housen's over the top comedy. It's and, almost so weird that it works. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, it, it's that odd couple, um, yeah. that, that kind of, like almost goes back to the rock and sock connection, right? Where, you know, Mick Foley is that over the top comedy guy and it only made the rock that much more uh, fun to watch. Right. So I I kind of, I I can see why some people um, question how these two fit together, but I think the more you see them play off of each other, the absurdity of Dan Housen is only going to further accentuate (laughs) sort of that, like no nonsense. Um, It allows hook to kind of, further develop as a as a star without having to carry all that on his own if that makes sense because Dan Housen's crazy over too and oh, yeah. I know that yeah. I know the SPD it, it we like to joke with you and rib you quite a bit because you're still coming around to Dan Housen I get it not everybody's cup of tea and <laughs> <laughs> but what there's no denying Dan Housen is crazy over and I just want to see him wrestle I don't know what he has to give other than his, you haven't gotten to watch him point. yet, which is so. And th- doesn't this this is a win win, right? You yeah. get to allow you get to see Hook, kind of being the straight man, being the being the badass, um, with sort of a a, a comedy guy like Danhausen, and allows Danhausen to slowly get his footing again, coming off yeah. of you know pretty crazy injury. Um, it allows him to to kind of be more credible as a true threat. Without having, without really having to put him over as a solo star, right? right. You allow you allow Danhausen to build some credibility as a as a real attraction, because I mean, when we saw him go one on one with Tony Nese, the dude got rocked in like twenty seconds, right? So not even. <laughs> and I think that's the right way to book yeah, him, right? I think that's the right way to book him. So I think this is a clean sweep. Um, all three of us all see Hookhausen, the trajectory of this group, go, you know, this pairing going up. Um, and this is a nice way to, I think, by pairing Tony Nice with Mark Sterling, to, they can take the L. You know, I think Mark Sterling's going to eat, eat this one, like sure. Bond said. He's going to get destroyed. Um, Hook's going to throw him around a few times. Some suplexes are going to, it's going to be a lot of fun to see Hook suplexing Mark Sterling all over the ring and just sort of his over the top <laughs> reactions to getting suplexed. I'm, gonna, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but this is one of those feel good moments of the show. I think, you know, yeah. You need to have those where it's even though this one feels a little obvious, the fans are going to pop for it. So it's a good, I think pop. It's a good way to yeah, good, good way to start, start the, the show. show. Absolutely, absolutely. You're right, and you know, you're talking about like characters and over the top. I mean, 
no bigger character group than Jericho Appreciation Society at this moment. Giving us a big taste. If you you know if you're wearing polyester in Vegas, you're gonna get a fireball. The wizard gimmick is so ridiculously cheesy. It's so great. It's so it's so cheesy. It's so great. I mean, uh, uh, thank you everyone joining us. Mine, Sharonica, Bobby, Scoot, hey everybody. Guys, Good to see everybody. So great you. to have our regulars yeah. coming by, man. Adjust your TV you set. This isn't a repeat. Bonds is here live neck tattoo and all um but <laughs> this is one of the matches like you know the king of i struggled a little bit with this yeah the me too. king of group stable matches J chris jericho uh and his newly jericho appreciation society this is their first true stable yeah. match and so you know going back and forth obviously uh you know blackpool combat club has been absolutely on a tear but i feel like the wild card for me of this one is the turmoil with the, the Eddie Kingston wildcard. And so, you know, hmm. normally if there wasn't that, that shoving the Brian Danielson and the shoving of that, anything like, you know, that kind of, you know, you know, altercation, I would have probably been like, hands down, Blackpool Comic Club, Eddie Kingston, you know, their time is due. They've taken, you know, beat up after beat up. I was going to say Jericho Appreciation Society has definitely been – on the upper hand of the majority of what we've seen on television, which gave me reservation on picking them. Um, That's who you picked. But I picked Jericho Appreciation Society okay. because, and, and this is where I usually I'm awful at this, right? I'm usually terrible at my, my picks are always wrong. I usually this? have like a D um, score on these pay-per-views. And a lot of times it's because your boy crayfish has a really hard time separating the head from the heart. So on paper, I do think the way that this has been booked, I think that, you know, Blackpool Combat Club and Eddie Kingston, Santana Ortiz are going to come out on top. Um, yeah. But, dude, I love the Jericho. I know the Jericho Appreciation Society is very controversial. I get it. Their segments are not for everybody. They're um, the best, one of the best. Give us a I taste. I think that they're absolutely hilarious, dude. They're, they're one of the, the segments that I look forward to week after week because they Agreed. genuinely make me laugh. Agreed. Um, I think that Jericho's wizard stuff has been like ridiculously over the top, but great. And team 2.0, dude, those guys are so good at what they so do. Funny. Legitimately love those guys. Um, so I picked them um, and, and I'm with you. I think like, let's be real guys. Um, Blackpool combat club there. They seem unstoppable. Right. But their pairing with Kingston Santana Ortiz, that could lead if 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 there's turmoil like you said, SPD, that could almost lead to a, a mini feud after this, right? Kingston is a wild card. He's unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen with him. And you like you, Jericho Appreciation Society is a true group. Yeah. And so it would feel it feels like build their momentum, have them get a W, allow Jericho and crew to continue on the ascent, rub it in our faces. I'm all for it. Bonds, um, I know that SPD had to pick Jericho because he's such a Jericho slappy. I'm going to just pick was Jericho appreciation. Yeah, I knew it. I knew and he's it. Gonna be, he's going to win by a fireball to someone's eye. The face, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are you at with this, Bonds? We haven't had a chance to really talk to you about this feud, yeah. right? So, so what are your thoughts on how this has been booked and who would you pick to win? I've actually, this is one of the, the feuds I've enjoyed most recently. I've, I've been kind of hit or miss with some of the booking lately, but this feud has been entertaining uh, to say the least. And I, I kind of went the opposite of you guys with it. I think that because Jericho Appreciation Society has kind of been 
you know, getting the upper hand a little bit. I, I picked uh, Blackpool Combat Club at Kingston uh, PNP just because it's like it's this is the hardest match of the night for me because really? we have the, the combination of, you know, multiple teams mixing on the one side right. and then one that's like a bunch of young guys, you know, in Jericho. You know right. what I mean? So there's like right. this whole kind of opposites, you know, sort of thing. Like where, yeah. you know, you look at that other side, that's all veterans. Those are all top tier elite talent. It's hard and, to pick against Moxley and Kingston and yeah, Danielson. That's, You're that's right, like dude. a Survivor Series team. You're right. You know what yeah, I mean? So it's like that. that's really tough. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this whole thing is kind of – and I'm not saying that the Jericho Appreciation Society aren't great. They're awesome. But it's like right. those guys are all a lot younger, a lot, you know, less proven uh, for the most yeah. part. And – uh We'll see. I think that if they do win, which is kind of what I would be rooting for, I'd be rooting for Jericho Appreciation to win because, you know, I always like seeing young guys go over. Uh, yeah. Like seeing the buildup of young talent. You know, I'm a big sure. Daniel Garcia guy. I love 2.0. They're great. You know, I, I think that all those guys are, are just a blast and fun and at least either good or the ring, good in the ring or hilarious. Uh, so either way, I'm cool with it. But I, I went the opposite of you guys because I think that it's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's the thing, right? Like, in my head, I'm with you, Bonds. In yeah. my head, I'm thinking, all right, Jericho Appreciation Society has clearly had the advantage um, over the last few weeks um, in this feud, um, burned Eddie Kingston's face um, with a <laughs> fireball, and had some had some beatdowns along the way. Um, and, and Blackpool Combat Club feels like one of those groups that has been basically untouchable. They, they feel like yeah. they're on the precipice of potentially being – um, you know, a very special force in AEW. Uh, but I, I couldn't pick it. I couldn't go against it. I, my heart was was yeah. with Jericho Appreciation Society just because of how entertaining these guys are. I want them to win. And Sports I could see what entertainers. I could see what, what Mox I could see what Mind Runner is saying here. I could see, you know, there was the hint of those two going back and forth. Like you said, SPD, a Eddie taste. Kingston is a Not wild a card. It's a taste, a, taste. a little taste. I like he's got to be mad at somebody that he's with. So always. I think this, I think this is really going to work. It's like the Blackpool Comic Club and Eddie's team is they're going to have that turmoil. Someone's going to lose the match. They're going to be pissed at each other. I know Wheeler Yuta's in Japan or something, but you have Wheeler Yuta essentially because he's I mean. on that I agree. Agree. moment. Right. You can three have an instant instant three on three feud. Granted, there's still kind of some unfinished business with Jericho, but that feud, Eddie. And PNP versus Blackpool Combat Club would be some great stuff. Incredible. And then Jericho and Air Appreciate Society can do their own thing. And like you, it's a win-win for everyone, in my opinion. I agree. You know, so great point. Great I point. I think that, that's that's an exciting one. This one was a hard one for me as well uh, to book. But now that I'm listening to you guys, your guys' take and talking it through with that kind of potential, or even if it doesn't happen right away, I still think it could happen down the line when Wheeler Yuta does return. Yeah. Um, I think that is a good pivot and a good fresh feud after pay-per-view and this the next match i want to bring up is another one that crayfish you and i were on the same page but bonds you were opposite to us uh tell us your pick and why on this one which is a huge one in our opinion i mean if you guys especially crayfish and bonds you guys are big big fans of big both fan guys. Joe, bro. Uh, Love and, some Samoa Joe. yeah so bonds give us your take on this who you had and why because crayfish and i are uh, lockstep at the opposite I picked uh, Samoa Joe, and I picked Samoa Joe because I think his his dominance so far since he's debuted here has been nuts. It's been second. It's been next level. Um, I think they view him as a star. I think they view him as a top tier guy. And yeah. if this is going to be like a last run, you know, of sorts for Joe, um, this could be 
the start of it. You know, Adam Cole, for how experienced he is, is still a young guy. You know, he's a very young guy. Uh, you know, he's, he's younger than you guys. He's a young wrestler. He's, he's 30. You know what I mean? So he's yeah. a young dude. Yeah. Joe is on kind of towards that tail end of his career. This could be one of those things where it's like a, a little bit of a start for a send off um, for Joe. And and while I hope that's not the case, because I think Joe's awesome, you know, we have to take into account like real life. You know, he's had a lot of injury problems in the last three or four years. Um, sure. it, he's probably wrestling on borrowed time at points. There's times in the last year where people thought he was never going to wrestle again. Yeah. So true. it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you got a dude like Joe here. Let's let's do the opposite of what TNA did where they gave him, you know, one world championship run in 10 years, you know, let's give Joe like that mm-hmm. big push and get him up there. And, and, you know, part of my, I'd be for, all for that, bro. I mean, yeah. it's, it's hard not to love what Joe does in the ring. I mean, he, he's so special yeah. in how, how powerful his strikes are. I mean, he's a, he's one of the more fun guys to watch in pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. We talked about it fresh off the heels of Kyle O'Reilly versus Samoa Joe. That was one of those Great matches match. where it's just like, Great dude, match. they pull you in. Joe is one of those guys who gets you pulled into his matches where it feels like a fight, right? Yeah. And, and it's it's easy to fall in love with what Joe does. And I'm with you, man. I could I could totally see them saying, all right, he's the ROH TV champion. Um, Joe really does feel like – and even going back to his WWE run, it felt like, man, just pull the trigger on uh, on this guy at the main I roster. Know, I was hoping for that. Um, he was dominant in NXT, uh, but like – he never got over the hump on the main roster at WWE. Um, I yeah. think this could be a huge opportunity if they end up going that way, Bonds. I, I can understand where you're coming from. Well, and I think that, you know, there could be some more potential for some stuff down the line, but we'll wait to talk about that until later. That's, That's but I, I had, this is like a two-parter for me though. Yeah. That's I love the idea of, I, I that Jay Lethal, Ring of Honor, everything that is still so fresh. And that's why I picked yeah. Jay Lethal in the Owen Hart tournament to be my wild card. So they can have some kind of head, come ahead to that because yeah. he's going to show up and he's going to cost them the match in some way or another, or at least get a beat down again. And that'll be fine because if Adam Cole, when Adam Cole wins the way that I have, you know, the big picture booking, you know, I want Joe to win, of course, 100%. You know, I'm a Samoa Joe guy. The guy is, he is totally right up my alley. The power, the physicalness, and just the awesome theme song, awesome angry look, like everything about him is great. And there's agility. And, but the big picture, I see Adam Cole, and I do see Britt Baker winning, being a power couple push at that as well. So I'm standing by my uh, statement on that. But that being said, um, protecting the Ring of Honor champion, yes, okay, but having him lose at the not a clean loss, I right. still protects him. And then right. I think that will hopefully build Ring of Honor even more. You want to see more Ring of Honor shows or productions and things like that because Ring of Honor has been kind of pretty quiet. And it's one of those I think Tony Khan needs to push it more, have more shows, have more production, have more things involved, not just on AW television. So uh, expand it. You bought it. Use it. Develop it. And um, I think that Joe could spearhead that in a big way. Yeah, I mean, um, I I think that you said it really well, SPD. I'm going to say a couple things here. Uh, one, you totally, totally sold me hook, line, and sinker on the power couple thing, dude. I'm all in on that. I love it. I think it's hilarious that – and it might not be coincidental. We've been really pushing the power couple thing on social, and now Britt Baker in a Forbes magazine article talked at length about what it means to be the power couple, um, almost addressing our push for this. Forbes is watching to- the show. 
Well, I think well, I mean we, we know that we know that Britt is yeah. dialed into to to what we do. She she checks us out on Instagram, and um, I think that there is something to be said for that. I think that your idea is really compelling. Um, I know that Britt's getting a lot of pushback on social media right now. Um, you know that drives me insane. Twitter drives me crazy enough. Now I have to see Britt Baker hatred on my timeline. I'm ready to throw my phone out the window. I'm so sick of it. Um, what do they say about Britt? I've been off Twitter. What are oh, they dude, people, people are so mad that she beat uh, Tony Storm, and they think that, like, you know, to- AW pushes her too much. And She was just a champ stuff. for, like, a year. Here's my thing, right? I think that I think that like Britt, even though she was champion, Bonds, yeah. you and I have talked a lot about this. Her championship reign, it didn't hit the way that it could have. And I think that fresh off the heels of her losing that championship, it, it almost feels like Britt needs a spark again. She yeah. needs something that makes her feel big. Like Britt, like her, like her or not, Britt is. Yeah. The, one of the, the biggest stars in this entire company. And it, she does need something that that gives her a character a motivation, gives her character a push. And I love SPD's idea of her being a part of the power couple. Adam Cole and, and Britt Baker winning their respective tournaments could really give them something else to talk about, rubbing our faces, could really push them another level. And I think that the second part about this, and it's funny, we're talking about Britt Baker. Sorry, I, I that's, she's one of my favorites on the whole roster. But getting back to the Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe part. We'll talk the know, Britt Baker match next. We'll put that in there since mine right. as well. Talking Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole, I think that Adam Cole is in a, in a position where this is, this is almost playing perfectly to his character, right? Samoa Joe, by far, on paper – is the one who should kick the shit out of the scrawny little Adam Cole, right? Let's look at let's yeah. look at things factually, right? Joe is a complete badass in the ring. But what I like about this is, as you said, SPD, the Jay Lethal, Sunjay Dutt, Sutnam Singh, that that threat looms <laughs> over this match. I love and it. And that that fits perfectly to Adam Cole's whole MO. This is a dirtbag who who always finds a way to win, like Britt. By hook or by crook, right? He's right. not. He, he's going to find a way to either manipulate his friends to cheat for him, or take advantage of a distraction or outside interference, and he'll be more than happy to walk away as the champion, even if it means someone else costing Joe the match. So I think it would work out. Wins really, a win. Really, it would work out really well, right? It would push Samoa Joe, give him oh. an ROH t- TV title feud. Really, that's the Jay Lethal thing has been. I think it's been really entertaining. We Great we all stuff. like Jay Lethal. It could add fuel to that fire. If Jay Lethal and those guys cost Joe this tournament, it only makes Joe that much more pissed off and Ooh, wants to rip their this heads steam off. Steam coming out of his ears. <laughs> and it allows Adam Adam Cole to walk away with a, a win over which might not be believable if he beats Joe one on one without some sort of outside interference yeah. it allows him to walk out on top in classic adam cole fashion by being a dirt bag and i i love the booking of that spd thank um, you by heart i want joe to win of course joe is, joe's one I of my guys on i love the way that joe wrestles i, love I hope the way we're, i hope we lose joe. that part of the bingo card i would be glad to be i definitely hope that. i win that part of the bingo card <laughs> <for sure. laughs> but that, that also goes that also goes to like okay adam cole and what he's doing Let's give the dude credit. He he is easy, even though he's got the theme song and he's got the chant and all that stuff. 
his no, no, character no. is sometimes insufferable. <laughs> he is such an, an absolutely right. cocky You're jerk. Absolutely right. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. So we've, we've had enough about this one. Transitioning into the women's uh, side of things. You already know where I'm at with this, dude. I'm, I'm all in with USBD. I love Britt Baker as the winner of this tournament. Um, I think that the DMD needs this, and I think that, like, Tony should lean into it, dude. The backlash on social media, sometimes you want to run away from it. Sometimes you want to pivot and listen to the fans and, right. and give them what they want. But sometimes the best thing could be to lean into the controversy Make the fans pissed. Have have yeah. Britt win. And let's be real, she is the face of this division, right? Like this is this woman has been somebody who has carried this division in, in throughout some tough spots. Um, I will say part of my argument is that I think that Britt getting to this point, and you and I have had a lot of conversations about this SPD. Britt getting to this point could really solidify the push someone over the top if they beat Brit. And that's why yeah. her being in this one, dude, Brit's way too big of a star not to be on a, on the pay-per-view. I'm sorry, guys, if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but facts remain. no different than, than Tony pushing Jade into this pay-per-view. You got to put your top stars on the pay-per-view guys. And Brit is undeniably one of those top stars. But if, I think this is a win-win. If Britt wins, it reignites her character. It 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 can push that power couple angle that you're talking about, SB. Yeah. And if she loses, it makes that turn the whoever wins this this tournament, it makes right. that win that much more important. Not only do they win the tournament, but they beat Britt Baker. It, they beat the 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 one who SB Bonds just said, who was a a champion for a long time. So I, I think that this is a they book to this, even though we've had a lot of debates over how this tournament went. Looking at the big picture now, SPD, I think that you sold me. I'm 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 really in on where this could go if they if they book it the way that you've booked it. Bonds, uh, what do you think about that? Yeah. Bro, well, I mean, if you guys are all picking Brits, a clean sweep, you know. Nice. Um, clean sweep. But uh I will say Crayfish, you're on point with the fact that this could build another star. You know, Chris Statlander just got repackaged. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. this is something that could push. If she wins, you know, tomorrow night, yes. uh, I feel like I feel like this could go a lot of different ways. But if Chris Statlander wins tomorrow, I'm going to be a lot less confident in my pick of Britt Baker because you know you get a, a repackaged wrestler who just is like coming in and this new look and everything. Mm-hmm. And who's who's been really talented and shown yeah. a lot of upside uh, when she's gotten the opportunities uh, when she's been healthy as well. So I think that you know they know that Tony probably understands that like you know the the women's division is very top heavy. You know if you True. can build two or three more stars out of who you have already, plus an additional one or two free agents that come available here in the next couple of months, um, this division is gonna be caught up. You know, because I do think that the top heavy part is a problem right now. You know, we see that on TV. And I think that, you know, if you build up a a Ruby Soho or a Chris Statlander uh, to beat Britt Baker, that's something that, okay, you immediately have another bankable star. Um, You immediately have somebody that you can put in a main event um, and they're going to not be obviously not going to win. You know, it's going to be somebody who's, okay, they beat Britt Baker in the the Owen Hart tournament. Like, this is a legitimate 
potential feud. And, and would you? Would I mean? And Ruby Soho had a really fired up promo. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Needs to wins the, uh, but yeah. If, if if it's booking by Bonds, who wins that match between Soho and Statlander? I who? think Statlander because of what I said. You know, you yeah. just repackage her. She's yeah. you know a, she's she looks a different better now of, than she. I think she looks better now than she ever has in AEW. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. She looks awesome. Her look is cool. For, like she's. In shape, she's awesome. Like awesome in the ring, so fun to watch. I love her, her power. SPD, um, I know SPD yeah. is really big on her power. Um, and I think that Statlander has talked about it openly. Some of that being, you know, being an alien and all that stuff, it, it, it crippled her. It, it handicapped her yeah. as, a, as a believable champion. And I think now that she's kind of shed some of that, it'd be like putting the belt on Luchasaurus or something. You know what I mean? Well, like the, he is the world a champion, champion right now. Yeah, well, the world <laughs> he is champion. A champion. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I mean, he. Here's the thing. Like, she certainly hit. She is now more focused. She's more believable as somebody who is got that fire in her. And I'll be honest. If if the result of this is Statlander beating Britt, and they end up putting Statlander against Jade, I don't know anybody who would 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 argue that is that as a money match, bro. I mean, that's, a, that is a money match Two absolute powerhouses in the division. Be a lot of fun to watch those two tangle up. You're right. And, you know, I picked Britt Baker, especially, you know, you guys all know my push and my, my plan for it all. But if Britt were to lose, I would only want her to lose to Statlander to get that push for her. Um, unfortunately, I don't think Ruby's there yet to, to get that push. Um, overall, you know, I think she would work great in a mini stable, uh, things like that. But I think Statlander is ready for a top tier, you know, yeah. Bonds upper push. And so yeah. for her to beat Ruby and then beat Brit, I mean, next on the chopping block would be to face a champion. And so and how I think cool that, is it that she came yeah. in as an injury replacement, right? Yeah, and then that would be a great story. Rudy to transcend. I mean, that would be really cool, man. I mean, it really would. It would show, um, uh, it would be a nice pivot in this whole, the way this whole story of the whole tournament played out. And it would sell the fact that like, Oh, this is anybody can win. You know, if the person who wasn't even in the tournament to begin with wins. Great point. And it would, it would be good. Considering both jokers lost their, their matches, right. That could be a nice way to say, Hey man, anything can happen in AEW. That's a great point. Bonds. Yeah. It is more compelling. Yeah, if if DMD loses to Stat, I would be, support that as well. But I, we all picked clean sweep DMD to win. Um, you but know, I'm we, smiling, baby. I'm smiling like Ethan Page right now. That's <laughs> but we want the the ultimate payoff. We do want a Jade Cargill versus Chris Statlander match. I mean, we saw the power from Statlander, the one hand up of Red Velvet flexing. You know, similar to what we see in Jade's move set, flexing and being cocky and all that. So. Yep. They're pound for pound and strength for strength. I think Statlander and Jade, that, that is a perfect match. And I don't think anyone else in the division is matched for Jade in terms of that kind of strength and power Statlander. and stat. Agreed. And so she would be the first essential challenger that, to, to me, would be convincing to dethrone Jade. Good would point. Jade be dethroned that soon? They could oh. build a match from Statlander and Jade – for weeks and months on end and it'd be worth it. And then you push that lender. I don't know. I mean, you need to, it is all good, always good to resurface the landscape in AEW and to keep things fresh, which we'll talk about some of the title matches and our thoughts on if titles will change. 
This one is definitely the most lock of the night, in my opinion. Jade's going to go through Anna Jay pretty quick. It's going to be um, pretty convincing. As, as she has, you know, 30 plus and 0, just that undefeated streak. And so uh, it is on the card. It, you know, to me, it could have been a nice pairing with the, with the buy-in. Um, but I'm happy to see Jade, as you said, the upper echelon talent in the women's division on pay-per-views. It's important. And so this is this is one of those. And it deserves. Controversial, controversial that this match kind of got shoehorned in. I think. You know, it deserved a build. This, this pay per view is massive already, and it is kind of like last second that this got put in there. And it feels like to me, this is Tony recognizing, like, all right, that this title needs to be on the pay per view. It needs to be defended, and Jade is too big of a star to leave off of the the card. Um, yeah, I don't know where Anna Jay sneak coming in out of nowhere as a title contender feels odd. Um, she hasn't really been booked in a way that makes me believe that she really has a chance to beat Jade. Um, I know they could go one of two ways. They can make me surprised because I feel like that seems to be the predominant feeling um, amongst the AW fan base is that Jade's going to just smash Anna. Um, so maybe Anna gives Jade a hard time in this match and maybe they <clears throat> surprise people in this one. That'd be um, nice. But I'll be honest with you. Jade shouldn't show a weakness until – you are really put her against somebody who feels like she could really beat her uh, to this point. Jade feels almost untouchable. And I I'm with you. I think that Statlander feels like that looming threat for Jade's title down the road. I, I don't, I don't want to see Jade really in peril until she's going up against somebody who's presented as an equal. And Anna Jay has sure. not been presented as an equal to this point. I think that Jade should absolutely smash Anna Jay in this match. I think it should be an absolute yeah. beatdown. Um, and, and sometimes it's okay to have those squashes. I don't know. I know I don't think it will be that way. Right. But I think if I was booking it, this would be a quick match. Yeah. Jade. <laughs> the end. <laughs> well, this Thank is a all right. Help. The next match. I mean, we're 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 coming into uh Two back-to-back matches that we're going to talk Jade. about that are we're very, very passionate about here at Dynamite yeah. Download. You know and I mean? this one, you know, guys, I wanted to ask you at the beginning of the show, but Bonds had to cut his Cody promo. Um, which match could be the best the best In wrestling ring? match on the card? Yeah. And I think this would be it. I mean, we're going to see probably some of the most epic jaw-dropping things out of death triangle and with some awesome striking encounters of house of black like these six guys are just gonna tear the house down it could be one of those in such a impactful card this is one of those that could steal the show and in they were on the buy-in with not a full death triangle and it was Mm -hmm. one of the best matches of the night on the last Mm -hmm. pay-per-view and so now we finally have a full healthy death triangle and the House of Black. Uh, so I think this is going to be fantastic. I hope they give them as much time as they want. But my pick is Death Triangle. They're not, they're not, they're getting that momentum. They are, they are healthy. Ray Phoenix is back and it is going to be a, a, one of the, the best matches. I think Ray Phoenix could be, I mean, he more times than not, he's my star. He's my top performer of the show, but He's going to stand out more than anybody, in my opinion. I know Pac hasn't been on TV that much, but when he gets that opportunity to talk about maximizing your minutes, he does that. So, He's Bonds, right. you did not pick Death Triangle. I did not. Why? Bonds is going to be right in this one. I do. It sucks <laughs> for me to say, but I think he's going to be right. 
because uh, this was also very hard to pick. I, I think this was this all the tag matches were like all really tough for me. Um, but I picked House of Black because you know th- their momentum has just been awesome, especially since Malachi Black debuted. His momentum has been just freakish and awesome and great, and and he's such a unique cat. And I think the House of Black is so interesting and and smart and like. I don't know, man. I, I just feel like that they're one of those teams that when that trios belt comes, they're going to be one of the two or three squads that like you think, okay, these guys are going to get a very early title reign. Same thing with Death that. Triangle, though. I, mean, I know. Yeah. I feel it, man. I feel it. Yeah. It's just – it's one of those things where Death Triangle – I love those guys. I think they're great, but it always feels like they're – right on the cusp of being like, oh, man, they're going to just have an awesome thing here, a great yeah. program, and then one of them gets hurt or or yep. something something happens where they, oh, well, they randomly lost. Okay, I guess they're not getting a put. You know what I mean? It's so stop and start with those guys, and it's like, while I think that in terms of talent and just awesome in-ring stuff, yeah, those guys are as good as anybody and probably better than the House of Black, in my opinion. You get – so many chances, you know yeah. what I mean? That's what and I then, was gonna say. I and then eventually, eventually, I can't, I can't go all in anymore. You know what I mean? It I feels just... like it definitely feels like Tony has pulled, has pumped the brakes a little the bit. Reins, with, he's pulled with, the reins in, yeah, it's... yeah, with Death Triangle. I, I think that there was a point when he was ready to go all in with this group, and it felt like this group was um, on fire. And, yeah. and 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 I could I could throw so many superlatives about how much I love this group and how special they are. So talented. How talented wow. this group is. It's disgusting. I mean, the bastard is my yeah. favorite wrestler on the planet, and it's 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 really not close. Um, what shirt do you have on? I'm, I'm rocking it. I, <laughs> right, had, there I, you had, go. I had to wear it. Um, he's my guy, and I, and yeah. I love this group. I think that. You know, Penta and Phoenix, I've always liked these guys dating back to their Lucha Underground days. I think that, as you said, SPD, it's so much fun watching them in the ring together. Um, and, and, and Bonds, you really nailed it. When they are fully healthy, this group feels so special. But there's been so many stop and starts that it doesn't feel like this group is going to – I feel like it almost – I feel like Tony almost looks at this group as losses are almost expendable with them. Um, well, we so saw we saw it's Phoenix the in the world. I know we saw Phoenix come back and lose right away in the tournament, right? Um, the Owen Hart tournament lost in the first round. You know, I, I see Tony looking at house of black as a group that is still ascending. And unfortunately I think that Tony looks at the, the death triangle as a group that has been there has, has been kind of snake bitten. And I picked the Death Triangle because I can't pick against my guy, uh, Pac. And I'm with I you. Love, I can't pick against I love Ray. That. I know. You and I both love this group. And, and honestly, if, if if Dynamite Download was booked. Come on, guys. I love Penta, and I picked against him. Man. I know. I know. <laughs> um, I struggled with this. I talked to SPD before we released our picks, and I was like, dude, I always struggle with should I pick – what I think is going to happen or what I right. want to happen. And this is one of those where I just aired on the side of what I want to happen. I want death triangle to be amazing. I want them to get the push. I think these guys are so special. Um, but I, I, I mean, big picture bonds. I think that you're going to end up probably being right on this one. I do think house wow. of black is a group that I do. I think that house of black is a, is a group that, uh, that I think that Tony views as a, an ascending ta- 
group of talent. And really think about it. We haven't really had a chance to see what they have to offer that much when it comes to in the ring. No, um, Buddy, I wish Buddy, Matthews is, Buddy Matthews is a talent. Mine Runner mentioned it in the chat. Buddy so Matthews versus the Bastard is going to be freaking just – it's going to slap when those two guys go toe-to-toe. I can't wait for that. Um, but I feel like Death Triangle still has a lot to offer that we haven't seen. I'm sorry, House of Black has a lot to offer that we haven't seen. Both. And this is going to be a great showcase for them because both these talents are abs- – both groups are absolutely killer. I, this should I be the best match be, of the night. This could be best yeah. in-ring match of the night. The only other one – I have one other one that we'll, when we get to it that I think could could uh, rival this and it might surprise you um, from an in-ring talent perspective. But this one's this one, without a doubt, is going to be one that sets the bar very, very high. Absolutely. And, you know, when we at the end of final wrap question, I want to get you guys' take of what match you think should open the show uh, other than the buy in, obviously. So think about that, marinate that for a while. But, Bonds, this has been the number one feud in AEW. Crayfish and I can't. In all of wrestling, dude. In In all all of wrestling. wrestling, We can't can't stop talking about this feud. But before Crayfish and I just start salivating, Tell us your pick and why and what you get it off your chest because we've been talking about it. We've been able to talk to the, the crew, you know, IWC. Man, what do you feel about this feud and how it's going to go? And then tell us your tiebreaker number of number <laughs> of power bombs Wardlow is going to deliver in this one. MJF Wardlow is set for double yeah. or nothing. The number one feud in AW right now by landslide. Dude, I have absolutely loved this, this feud. This has been not only the best feud. Like in AEW, the best feud in wrestling and yeah. the feud of the year, yeah. the feud of the the decade, it's been awesome, absolutely awesome. Not only have you you've maintained MJF's status quo as one of the greatest wrestler like characters in the world, but yeah. now Wardlow is so looks so awesome, and he's so, like the hype around him is so so massive that you have a guy that when this feud's over the sky is the limit. Like yeah. you could put him in something immediately, you know, let's say, uh, you know, CM Phil wins the, the, the championship later on in the night, like Wardlow basically beat him in that match. Like you could say, Hey, Wardlow, you know, Wardlow could come out and be like, Hey man, I have a contract now. I want to rematch with you champ. Yeah. You know, he could immediately a, go into the title picture. And I picked Wardlow. Point. I picked Wardlow because you can't, not have him win this match you know that no. would be the the weirdest most biggest missed weird. opportunity i've ever seen it, and i picked him to power bomb mjf 27 times because wow. i think mjf deserves it you know at the Wardlow did say that he wants to power bomb mjf to a point where his arms are tired so <laughs> that that i love yeah um, 27 yeah. was my number i like it <laughs> So anyway, wow. whoever wants to continue, because that's the SPD, it's awesome. SPD, jump in real quick, man. What, All right, so, I mean, yes, this uh, you can't say enough of great things about this. Home run, home run, top-notch, must-see TV. Don't want this to end because this is so fun. But every great story has to come to an end, and this is the ultimate end, the ultimate payoff. This is will be the biggest feel-good moment of the night. Uh, Wardlow getting officially signed to AEW. Wardlow putting away the salt of the earth, the rat fink himself, the despicable one, MJF, the spray tan. The drizzling shit. The drizzling shit, spray tan. <laughs> He's going to go through probably three cans of spray tan uh, as he did. On his, saw, hands. Uh, on his hands. On his hands only. Just his hands. Yeah, get just those hands the hands. Orange for me. 
but that is <laughs> this is going to be one of those that we've we've talked about before crayfish and i think i agree with this one i think it's going to be a cat and mouse a little bit mjf scared running around the ring and all that stuff but when finally wardlow gets his hands on a couple of the cheap shots the low you know kicking the knees and shins and things like that right. but once wardlow gets his hands on him it's going to be i think the ref, it's not going to be a pin the ref's going to call it i think the ref mm. is going to call it because he power bombed him so much a power bomb, a guy the size of war. That's an interesting take. That just came to my mind, like in convince such a convincing way to really give that stamp of badassness of Wardlow. He's not even going to get a pin, even though he could put his foot on him. The ref's just going to call it. You know, you're done. You know, do it, and then he's going to get up, give him five more power bombs. So my power bomb pick was thirteen because I know, and that's not thirteen to MJF. He's going to deliver some to Spears. He's going to deliver some to someone else. But MJF is probably going to get. Probably, I would say between eight and nine, eight and ten. I don't. I hopefully he gets a ten total. But a power bomb is a move that exerts a lot of energy, and even someone as big and strong and as conditioned as Wardlow, that's a lot. And so, you know, it's one of those like if he gets us ten power bombs, like I will be so happy. Like that. Would you be know what I've been calling for. You know, know what I've been calling for. You got I've your number for fifteen power bombs. <laughs> I want fifteen Ward Dog. Um, and all and, to MJF. I want I want Wardlow to just I want him to to powerbomb the MJF. spray tan off his hands. I want <laughs> I, I want the visual at the end where where MJF is just laying on the mat destroyed. Stretch I, 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 like, it off. I mean I'm Wardlow that, exactly. I want him to <laughs> I want I want MJF to. And here's the thing, dude. Again, I said it. I'll say I'll say it once. I'll say it again. MJF has been the most consistent performer in AEW. We talked about it so many times. This dude is gold in everything he does. He doesn't seem very happy about his contract. Let's get this dude some paid vacation time at the expense of the Wardog. Have Wardlow absolutely give him a one-way ticket to uh, to maybe the Bahamas or something. Get him out of here for a little bit. Let the dude take a Long break. Long Island. Get, yeah, maybe his vacation will be, the, be Long Island. But I think Wardlow – needs to win this match the 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 build to his breakout and you know he's been he's been my breakout star of the year for two years in a row i've been dying for this moment to happen and i truly feel like i don't know if they could have booked this any better i i really don't think that like every single week this is the this is the story that pulls me in this is the story that makes me want to watch AEW. i absolutely love how this whole thing has been played out. I think uh, kudos to all the guys involved. I think this has been masterful work. Um, but Wardlow feels like Bond said. Wardlow feels like when he comes out on top in this match and when he does it in convincing fashion, this feels like a guy who is a, a bona fide top-level guy. And, and especially in AEW where so – so many members of this roster, let's be real, are smaller. So many members of this roster would, when you put them in the ring next to Wardlow, the visual alone, Wardog stands out as a true beast. He's a scary on dude. This roster. He's a big <laughs> fella. Um, I, I'm all for Wardlow just absolutely making a statement. He needs a statement win. And, and as mine said, MJF is MJF has been booked in a way that he's almost been untouchable. Um, he always finds a way to come out on top. 
for Wardlow to convincingly beat down Max, I think that this could make a, that much more of a statement. Put Wardlow over the top, guys. Go all in on this guy. Um, I'm all. I, I certainly am. This is this is going to be for me. This is going to be the match that I'm most looking forward to. Agreed. Out of all of them. Uh, I want this I, to end I, the show, even though it won't. I I hear you, dude. This this feels yeah. like. I mean, out of all. I mean, am I, am I am I off base? Out of all the stuff that's happening at Double or Nothing, this is the one that they've built the most excitement for. This is the one that they've it's got built the most the story time for too. Yeah, I mean, you talk about like, yes, the go-home show does the typical booking 101 of like hyping up things. And I was kind of retracing like what matches got the hype and what didn't. Um, you know, that Hangman CM Punk promo was was pretty epic. But the the build of this, the lashes, the cage match, like there hasn't been a level of excitement uh, other anything else. And so this one, I 100% agree that this was, will be the number one uh match i'm looking forward to of what's going to happen you know i i want you know being babyface i want the best story i want warlow to just absolute yeah. massacre mjf and then i want tony khan to hand deliver a contract and say welcome to aw none and, of us have, have like a, about a, a parade have confetti balloons everything at the cody special yeah how and great would that be warlow record one and oh and then boom his record his undefeated streak starts and I like so it. I want I want it to be that's smart. So, so spectacular. That is cool. Like as an official member of the yeah. AW roster, he's one and zero, and that that could lead to. I like that. We haven't really. None of us have entertained the thought of potentially. What if Max won? What if MJF won this? There'd be no and, Wardlow. What if Wardlow had to be put in a position where he had to to be be humbled and become oh. back as MJF's. I mean that could Fervent. be that could be interesting. It could be, but I think that they need to pull the bandaid off. They need to let Wardlow. It's over. I think they need to move forward. I'm with it's you, over. man. What? Speaking of it's over. Let's move on from this one because honestly, um, we've talked, we've gushed over that feud every single week that we do this show, man. I absolutely love that. This is the other match that I feel like could be oh, okay top level in ring work. Every single time that You're Serena right. Deeb and Thunder Rosa have tangled up. Each time these two women have gone toe-to-toe, these women absolutely bring it. Their chemistry is incredible. You know, SPD, I love the Thunder Rosa DMD feud. It was my it was my favorite feud um, in the women's division. Thunder Rosa's championship reign needs uh, a, a, an arch rival like Serena Deeb to emerge. Serena Deeb has has certainly been presented as a an equal, if not if not slightly better than Thunder at times in their past, right? So I really dig this match, and I and it's unfortunate that these two didn't get a ton of time leading into the double or nothing. I'm really hoping both fingers sets of fingers crossed here that this one spills on past double or nothing because I think, as, as Bonds alluded to earlier, this division is very top-heavy, mm-hmm. and I don't see a lot of other contenders in the division that could really – have a great program with Thunder right now. Um, and when you pair that with the fact that this one hasn't had a ton of time to marinate on AEW a- television, um, I think that Deeb and, and Thunder Rosa could have a best two out of three series again, and, and it could absolutely it could extend on past double or nothing. These two women are as good as it gets in the ring in the women's division in, in AEW and in pro, and in pro wrestling. I mean, like extending beyond AEW, I think that 
Thunder Rosa or Serena Deeb on any roster, um, when it comes to in-ring work, they're as good as it gets. Um, I, I love what these two are capable of. I think that their styles work really, really well together. Um, Deeb's, Deeb's new focus, uh, her, her kind of her anger, her fuel on being disrespected. I dig it. Um, I, I can't wait to see this match. And again, it hasn't been hyped up enough. Agree. It's one of those that I think could steal the show from an in-ring perspective if given time. Yeah, man, I feel it. I think that's your right on point, man. Like this is two of the top tier talents in the company, just generally and in the world. Like we've talked about it for the last year and a half. Two Men years or now. women's division. Yeah. yeah. Like Serena Deeb is, is just top notch and Thunder has been just a great champ. And before she was champ, she's had some of the best matches in AEW. Um, this is going to be a show stealer, you know, and, and it shouldn't even be a show stealer because we know what it's coming. You know, we know that this is going to be just hell. They're going to yeah. put each other through hell and, yeah. and they're going to be stiff and yeah. it's going to be, Ooh. it's going to be really fun to watch. And we're going to cringe a couple times, I'm sure. Yeah. And there's going to be some stuff that happens. And, and I picked thunder. I picked the chance to retain. Um, but again, I don't necessarily think that this is like a, a in stone kind of thing because Serena Deeb winning the belt wouldn't, wouldn't only be shocking, but it could lead to that feud escalating. You could escalate the feud by moving that belt, and it would be shocking. You know, uh, maybe have some other stuff go on where, okay, like now Thunder, because the, the, the system works where you have to have wins. You know what I mean? And maybe. Agreed. You know what I mean? And it, and it would and, play off of the story, although the story hasn't ha- been fleshed out a lot, it would right. play off of the story that, that pre, like, that pre, builds to this match at the pay-per-view yeah. is that, you know, Deeb feeling disrespected, people overlooking Deeb, you know, JR, Tony Schiavone, Dustin, Dustin Rhodes, all of them picking against Deeb. It could be one of those, like, she could come out and win yeah. and say, I told you so. None of you believed in me, and I told you that I'm not afraid of Thunder Rosa. I beat her before, I can beat her again, and I just yeah. did. And you make that, that character that much more insufferable doing that you know you, you yeah. give her that hockey edge now instead of just like the oh well you know i'm an underdog even though i'm the best women's wrestler in the world now i am and i can have the title and i can prove it so like now i'm even even you know worse and that would be the biggest win of her career Agreed. you know what i mean in, in any any company this would be the biggest moment of her career and i think it'd be awesome but i picked thunder and there's because, also a built-in feud yeah. post there's there's a couple i think that Deeb also then has the built-in feud with Hikaru Shida yeah. as, as a potential challenger too. And and that's the thing I talked about before is it doesn't feel like there's a lot of contenders that Thunder could have um, going forward right now. I, I don't see a ton of people on the AEW roster. I mean, you look at the, the up-and-coming stars in this division, Tony Storm's a babyface, Ruby Soho's a, a babyface, Chris Statlander's a babyface, right? And, and so – Ever run through them. Thunder, and again, I would hate for Thunder to lose the belt this quickly, right? But I get where you're coming from. If if Deeb were to win, it could make sense and it could throw a wrench into things and it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. The That's cool it. thing about this most of this card is that you can pivot in so many different directions based on who wins the match. There, there's so much stuff that's being set up already that you can like look at, okay, I could see that this happening if, because... If it went this way, right. Yeah, because this is already being set up. And so, like, that's where I'm going with that as well. Like, you know, Thunder wins, and you can go anywhere with it or continue the feud, which is what I would want. But if it goes the other way, it's like, okay, cool. 
you're like, this is awesome. Like there, yeah. you can't lose with most of this card. I agree. That's it's it's great. I love it. SPD, I said, I'm, I'm, picking, I'm picking Thunder Rosa yeah. because I want her title reign to, to continue. I don't think that Thunder has really been given a fair shake. And again, no. as a DMP right. fan, You're Slappy, right. Britt has gotten a ton of time. Um, when she was when she was champion, she had a ton of TV time. I don't think that TK and AEW have really given Thunder that opportunity. I think that we, what we saw on Dynamite last week with her delivering an absolute epic promo. That was the um, first time. Fired up. I mean, I think yeah, that she has that opportunity that, that let's see what she can do. Really give this woman some time. Um, what, what did, who'd you end up picking? Did you pick Thunder? So uh, a couple things. I got a lot in this one because a Go few months it. ago before Thunder won, Serena Deeb's rise of just being more featured, more in dominance. I said that if anyone could dethrone any champion, the only one that person would be Serena Deeb right now. And I still stand by that. But at this point, I don't think if this was at all out, you know, whatever, five months from now, I think we would be talking, singing a different tune, but Thunder Rosa has had one title defense and for her to scratch crawl and, you know, blood, sweat, and tears to get to that position where she dethroned Brit for her to lose only after only defending once is be would be a pretty low blow in my opinion, even though it's the caliber of wrestler of Serena Deeb. Yeah. But beating Serena Deeb would make you that much better. Not many people can beat Serena Deeb, and so I think you do. Ha- you could stretch this stretch this program out. Um, so I feel like it is going to be one of those. You know possibly bloody brutal matches um that we're, we're gonna absolutely love and just i show can't wait the, for this one guys yeah this is this is one and this will be out of the all the three women's matches this you know i mean the gold's on the line this for one, the one but this will be the one that we're gonna be you know singing praises about because it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch so you know on paper yes like Deeb would be such a fun champ and she deserves gold. And I could see her dethroning Thunder or Jade at any given point. I still stand by that. Like she could dethrone anyone at any given time. Um, that being said, just it's the timing wasn't right. You know, maybe they yeah. do stretch it out for a longer time. There's I hope no so. way, no way you have someone as built as Thunder only defend the title once just to lose it, you know, especially at the very next, that, very next especially pay-per-view. after that pay, that promo that she had, man. Yeah. I just feel like that she just threw it all in, and it was she, great. She crushed it, dude. Yeah. She crushed that promo, and it made you made you feel like, all right, she she really is like she's only she's only just begun. I mean, there's she has a mission beyond this match. She wants to prove, and it, it, and again, Deeb could carry that mantle too. But off the heels of a, of a Britt Baker title run yeah. that was really plagued by a lot of cheating. Uh, Bonds, I know this was one of the things that was like, like a thorn in your side with DMD's title reign was it was like you have a world champion who never won clean ever Not one time. I know, and, and you feel <laughs> yeah. like all right, well, Thunder Rosa could add more legitimacy to this title belt by having clean, compelling, back and forth, fiery matches that really elevate the, the worth and prestige of this title. And I think that that would go a long way. I, I think that this Raise is going to be bar. Yes, agreed. SPD, let's get into the next matchup because well, hold on, I gotta like uh, I gotta put my dangly in. Okay, hold on. So we had a new towel for sale on DynamiteDownload.com. The booking by Bonds towel. It's only twenty nine ninety nine. 
plus twenty nine ninety nine shipping. Plus Dude, you were bu- you were busting out all like you were bringing out the neck tattoo, the yeah. booking by Bonds towel. I can't wait to see what you have in store for us to wrap up the show, man. You you are pulling out all the. I stops, need to find so. something to wrap up with that. No, <laughs> the dangly's in. Right here, Dangles in. And SPD's bringing out the dangly, the dynamite download danglies. Um, this is going to be a fun one, and this is one of the ones that I had a hard time book like picking. One of the I had hard, a hard time too. I you were texting me all day. One. Yeah, this is one that I really struggled with. I want to see, um, you know, what the fans are thinking in the chat. Where are you guys' heads at with this one? Because, you know, I think you could go either way. I think, you know, SPD, I'm going to let you touch on the Matt Hardy and how compelling he's been in the buildup to this one. But I ended up picking the young bucks because I feel like it's weird how almost like unimportant the bucks have felt in a while um, in AEW, And it just doesn't feel right. <laughs> um, I think the bucks could use a big win. Um, I, I think that them beating, you know, their, their heroes, the, the Hardy boys and, and proving, you know, as they said, Edge and Christian, the Dudleys and the Hardys would be fodder for them if they were around in, in their era. I don't know, man. I think that the, the Bucks really need a big win. Um, it could be a cool, even though I've struggled a little bit with the undisputed elite, if Adam Cole wins, if Kyle O'Reilly ends up beating Darby, um, as I know that's a match that they're talking about having uh, on this pay-per-view. Yeah. And if the Young Bucks 28 win, more matches. <laughs> it could push that group a little bit, and it feels like they need it. I mean, the Bucks just – I don't know, man. AEW feels weird without them feeling important, and they just don't feel super important right now. I think that they – this would be a nice step in the right direction. Um, and, and quite honestly – I like the, I like the AEW homegrown guys winning. I, I I'm I struggle with like all the all the the guys coming in and, and, and topping our our favorites. Um, I want the Bucks to win, even though they're the bad guys in this feud. It's shocking that I want the heels to win this one. And believe it or not, you know, Team Babyface, live love. Super kick. <laughs> that was a super kick to the bread basket. You didn't That's get right. very high on that yeah, you one. Kicked no, I agree with you. I mean, <laughs> the, the fact that, like, if you've been following BTE, the stuff that's been going on there has been TV-worthy stuff. You know, it's been so fun to watch. And the Hardys – I mean, with BTE, it's you get that this blank canvas and, like, do what you want. And so the Hardys and Young Bucks stuff, BTE has been spot on. So what you guys – if you haven't been following up with it – what you've just that little taste that we got of Matt Hardy just like spilling his guts, you know, promo of the night essentially. He's been doing that week in and week out for weeks uh, on BTE. He's really like pushing the buttons and pushing the envelope and, and wanting to get that dark side of uh, the young bucks, the bucks of youth, and you know, and all that. So he has, to me, Matt Hardy single handedly has built this feud between these two teams to perfection. He has, has done. It's outstanding job building this, making this one of the most exciting, you know, tag team matches on the card. I, I just can't wait because I agree, man. It's young bucks. The bucks of youth are going to be taking this one. They need the win and I'm all for it with like, you know, unless there's a bigger program down the line. Um, I think this is the one where, you know, you have to have the AEW homegrown 
beat the legends, you know, the dream match. I mean, these guys, this is, this is a dream for them. And so the hard hard part is though, SPD is that like you bring Jeff Hardy in and, and beat Darby. There was a a ton of hype and buzz around the Hardy boys being reunited and they haven't really made huge waves. Um, I, I know a lot of people in the chat are talking, Chris said it very emphatically. The Bucks have no chance of winning. No chance in hell. Bonds, SPD and I both picked the Bucks, but like we've had some of these other ones, yeah. like House of House of Black Death Triangle, I almost feel like I knew that I was going to be wrong, even though I picked this. Did you pick the Hardys? Because I think I have a feeling that you did. No, I did wow. not. I think, I think right. this is the one sweet. after I so after I looked at both of your guys' cars after I made my pick, you guys sent them, and that's I texted Bonds direct. I'm like, wow, you didn't pick the Hardys? I was going to pick the Hardys, even though Explain. he picked 27 power bombs for Wardlow. That's not what I really was concerned about. I was surprised he didn't pick the Hardys. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Explain. Explain why you're on the. Bu- I know that you're a big Young Bucks fan, right? So is this one yeah. of those ex- I mean, examples where you're picking with your heart over your head, or what? I mean, I'm picking with my brain. You know, they're, they're you always their, do. Yeah, they're in their prime. They're they've been the most consistent tag team in AEW since it started. Yeah, they're one of the best tag teams in the world, and the Hardys mm-hmm. are in their 40s, and they're still awesome. But like the Bucks are in their prime. The I Bucks mean. are like it now. Yeah, you know, yeah. like they. They're, they're upper echelon, top three team. You know, it's FTR, uh, Death Triangle, and them. You know what I mean? Like, that's about it. Like, there's other guys that are great, other teams. Like, the tag champs are great, too. But, like, the Young Bucks, for a year, were the most – one of the most entertaining parts of the show, along with, you know, with Kenny coming – you know, I don't think that that putting them – like having having the Hardys go over on them, especially when Kenny's on her way or on his way back. Like when Kenny's on his way back, like they're gonna be very important. And I think that lowering them down the card um, when they're about to be probably propelled back into that upper echelon, um, I just don't think it makes sense. And I, I, I honestly, I feel like the Hardys are are really here. Just you know, it's it's cool to see them, right? The this is kind of a, a last right? run. You know, yeah. like I don't really see them as like. I think they're going to get a, a chance to win the tag team titles at some point because for the, the whole, like, oh, wow, we won in every promotion ever, you know, which is awesome. Like, that's great, sure, and I think they course. should. But I don't think that you just bring in another team that's, like, you know, kind of towards the end of their career and say, okay, we're going to have you go over on the best tag team in the world, and then we're going to put the belt on you and have you guys do, like, a bunch of matches. And I think that if you're going to do that, I guess, maybe now is the time, the sooner the better, right? But for me, it's just like, you know, the Bucks have had an absolutely historic run in AEW so far. They've been champions for, I don't know if they're the longest reigning champs, but they've been up probably. And I haven't gotten tired of it. I haven't gotten tired of their their shtick. I think that they're just as funny, just as entertaining. Um, I just don't, I I don't pick against them because I think that they're the best and the only reason you, I you do, that's why I, I mean that's why I think like it's, I'll be honest with you I think like I think that you said you booked with your head but yeah. I think that you are I mean I'll be I think that you booked with your heart I think that you were a little <laughs> blinded by this one yeah. I was expecting you to go with the Hardys because I I don't see I don't see TK booking this where those guys go down and I'll be honest with you the build to this match Matt Hardy has been he's been the MVP. guy 
He's been yeah. the MVP. Um, and I, I just, I, I think that like we saw Jeff dabble in a little singles run, but Matt and Jeff feel right when they're a tag team, right? Yeah. And here's the thing: even though I picked the Bucks to win, do I see them entering the World Tag Team Title picture anytime soon? Not I don't. anytime soon. I don't. And, and we'll talk I think about the, next. I think the, I think the Hardys have more opportunity to potentially get into that picture. As you said, I think that you really made a very convincing case that if you're going to pull the trigger on a Hardy Boys title run, sooner sooner than later it needs to happen, right? I mean, right. They, they need to do that. They don't as have, soon as possible. Right. Yeah. They don't have the luxury of having another 10 years ahead of them like the Bucks could, sure. right? So um, – even though we all picked the, the the young bucks, I feel like Team Dynamite download. All of us think the Hardys are going to win, but we all picked the, the Yeah, isn't that weird? It's really yeah. funny. We all made a case for the bucks. We all want the Bucks to win, but I think we I think we're going to end up walking away with an L on this one. The, oh, the fans in the in the chat certainly think there's no chance the Bucks win, so it'll be interesting. Well, either way, those. at least we're all going to either lose or win, so it's not going to really affect anything. This is much. a win-win. I mean, this is going to deliver. I mean, yeah. you know, I think even though the Hardys have, you know, decades in the business, see, they're, they're going to give it all they have. I see Jeff dropping a swanton bomb. I hope man, they this turn this into a no DQ, because why not? Well, and, and, and why not? <laughs> I think this could be one that's going to be chaotic, right? I think that there's going to be yeah. a lot of fun. When Jeff Hardy's involved, It's going to be there's going to be a lot of, like – Rules will be stretched. This yes. is not going to be an FTR tag match where you know they're <laughs> holding the, the rope and following all the rules. I think this is going to be one where it's going to be a lot of fun, going to be a lot of high spots. Um, uh, you can't go wrong either way. And that's one of the things, Bonds, I love having you with us because you, you, you nailed it. There are so many matches on this pay-per-view that like, it feels like no matter which way you go, there's a ton of potential. Right. Mm-hmm. If if the Hardys win, you could see them Good building point. towards a potential title, like you Good know, point. title run push. If the Bucks win, you'd say, all right, man, finally. And, and again, I look at this as a bigger picture. I'm picking. I picked Adam Cole to win. I think that if Kyle O'Reilly versus Darby ha- ends up happening, even though I'm the conductor of the Darby Express, choo choo baby. I think Kyle O'Reilly wins that one. And 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 if the Bucks beat the Hardys. You get a clean sweep for the undisputed elite. True. And it feels like for a group that they want to feel important in the landscape of AEW, they could really use some big momentum push. This group doesn't feel like they have a ton of momentum. And, and this could be a clear, all right, we're, we're, we're hitting pedal to the metal on the undisputed elite. Um, I don't know. Uh, this is going to be a good one. We talked a lot of tag team wrestling in this one. Ooh. Let's get into the tag team championship match. This this three way tag match. You don't see this a lot. No, three-way not an AW match. This one's going to be a fun one, um, and I think this is going to be one of the ones where we we finally are split because we have uh, SPD. You know more than I do. Are, is there dissension amongst the rank amongst the ranks on this one? Because we've had a lot of consensus picks so far up to, up to this point. Now, Bonds, I'll let you talk because I, not to spoil it, Bonds and Crayfish are on the same wavelength right now, and I'm the one that's on the outside looking All in. Right. So, All Bonds, right. who did you get? Who do you oh. have picking this three way? I picked uh, Keith Lee and Swerve. Whose house? Swerve's house. Whose house? house? <laughs> Dude. 
this was so tough for me because yeah, I me love too, all three right. of these teams, man. Too, like you man. guys know, I'm I'm the biggest team Taz Slappy there is. I love you have been. Yes. Um, Jurassic Express is they're so fun. I think Jack Perry is gonna be the man. You know what I mean? Uh, but this again feels like an opportunity to have a team where you could put put these guys in that okay you didn't really expect it but out of nowhere they become this like awesome team and they get shot up the ranks and just they're win so the belt and they're they so are over. so man like you you knew and we talked about this before like when Keith Lee came to, to AEW right like we were all talking about how he was misused and everything and like oh man like this guy is such a star and I think that he's proven that. I think Swerve also has just been – hes that dude's a charisma, charisma magnet. Like, he's just so charismatic and, You're and absolutely awesome right. fun to watch in the ring and, you know, in his backstage segments. You're um, right. I think these guys could do some really interesting matches. They'd be a unique tag team. Yeah. Um, from what we've their seen. Offense, like, their offense is so yeah, cool together. It's so cool. And, like, you know – Honestly, most of the the tag champs have been like straight up all high flying, other than Jurassic Express with Luchasaurus, who's not that. But most of the tag teams have been that, and and we could start seeing like, like, you know, you get Keith Lee in there who can do like power stuff, and you start getting like some interesting matches, right? And you could have some different teams built up in that man. And I don't know. I think that this was really tough. But I picked the new guys going in there because I think it's it's the most potential to build a, a star, like a star tag team out of this. I picked I picked them to win as well. Um, yeah. And the main reason why is it feels like you and I have talked about this, uh, and again, you haven't been a part of this crew um, officially. I mean, you're always part of our crew, but you haven't yeah. been on the show very in a while. <sighs> but you and I have talked a lot about this offline that sometimes it feels like AEW doesn't pull the trigger on on acts that if they did could be huge. They wait too long or I mean or they 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 sometimes just never do. Yeah. And and that's I, I again we don't like to sling arrows here, but that feels like something where if they don't pull the trigger on this team right now, they could be having a huge missed opportunity. Um, I think that Swerve and, and Keith Lee, they clearly are clicking in a way that I didn't see coming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're right. Because when I, Keith Lee came into this company, I thought, all right, they're immediately going to push this guy as a single star. He's going to be huge. He's going to be super over. Keith Lee looks like he's a, he's get, gotten a much better shape since he got in since he started in AEW. Um, and, and their offense just is so fun to watch. They pair off of each other so well. That blend of power and athleticism both guys are super athletic but it, it really allows both these guys to shine um both are super charismatic both can both of these guys can cut promos there's really no flaw in their game um you know the only way in which i could see this going sideways is if you know if keith lee and swerve have have the match won and I team Taz somehow opportuni- opportunistically wins this sneaks the W in, right? They, they sneaky, kind of sneaky. They use that. I could see them like sneaking in and getting a quick pinfall after, after Keith Lee does the work or something. Right. So uh, um, 
I don't I don't think any of us think the Jurassic Express are walking out of this match as champs, though. Um, Agreed. SBD, did, you, did you pick Team Taz? I did. I picked yeah. our guy, Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah. I know. That's another one of those bonds. You know, I should have mentioned that one because you were the Team Tabs Mark, um, yeah. and you did not go with your Team Orange right there. So I think not this time, I everything you guys said about power, uh, um, Keith Lee and Swerve is spot on, and I couldn't echo it enough. And I agree. You know, it's an, a team that at first you're like, "What's going on?" and it's just working so well. That being said, if they win the belts, would love it. But I think you have you put them on. Powerhouse Haas, Ricky Starks, homegrown AEW talent that have clearly yeah. have shown how much they've grown. And it would be one of those. That, that's the wild card of a triple threat. Anything can happen. You can have a match one, and you can sneak in. And, in typical Sneaky Starks fashion, Sneaky Starks will start calling Sneaky him that. Starks. If he does get that win, if he does get that pin, he's going to be changing his nickname to Sneaky Starks in, instead of uh, <laughs> his nickname now. So I think Sneaks. you have Hobbs <laughs> with the belt on his shoulder. With that snarl, and then yeah. you have you know they just your Starks powerhouse, with two yeah, and then Starks being the one that's in the game because powerhouse Hobbs and and uh, Ricky Starks are two talents that we've wanted to see more and more and more on television. That is true, and so I think Jurassic yeah. Express's run, while it's been, I would say good. I don't want to say great because I feel like they they kind of were daunted by it a little bit. So um, I feel like I wanted more tag team defenses because I'm a huge Luchasaurus fan. I'm a huge, obviously, Jurassic Express fan. I think that this um, could and be this a is going to be where Christian food coming. Yeah, this is where That's, we're yeah. going to get. This is going to yeah. be a double whammy. So we're going to get the the turn from Christian. We're going to get the loss of the belts. We're going to get the powerhouse Hobbs winning and Ricky Stark. So this is going to be a lot of different things going on at once uh, in this match. Um, so I did pick Powerhouse Hobbs and Starks because you I know, could see that, yeah. man. I, I could see that. You know, like it's easy. Sometimes it's easy to get like caught up in the hot new thing, um, and certainly Swerve and Lee are the hot new thing. But in that instance, we're overlooking Hobbs and Starks, who are guys who we've been saying for a long time. These guys are stars. These guys feel the like they need an opportunity to really break through. We've been want. I mean. Starks presents himself like a star, dude. Every single time he's on the screen, that guy is really, really just – It Agreed. feels like he's always on point. Since day um, one. So uh, this could go either – any uh, one of many different directions. I think this could be a lot of fun. It's I, I haven't seen a lot of three-way tag matches, so I'm, in, I'm excited to see how these all work, all these guys all work off each other. I hope it doesn't get too chaotic. Um, I hope that they allow themselves to have a little structure and a little time to breathe. Yeah. But it's going to be a lot of fun, dude. You know, there's going to be a lot of fun offense in this one. Fans I feel like this one on. is definitely the the most lock for a title change. Um, that is most anticipated Agreed. for a title change. Agreed. You know, before we we wrap things up and talk about the main event, I got to ask: Do you think we are going to see a surprise appearance by not not a new signing? I'm talking about someone who's maybe been off TV for a while. A surprise appearance uh, from someone. And if so, when and where? Because, you know, I'm looking at AEW's roster right now, and I'm looking at the uh, the rankings and the records. There are two talents on AEW's roster that have not wrestled in 2022. They have a 0-0 zero and zero record. One, Muro. Two, Brian Cage. Would it be now is the time? 
since Cage does live in Vegas. Would Let Frank someone... Cage come out and cost Team Taz the title? <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we, we talked about... the longest feud no, no, in AEW history. We, we closed the tag division segment. Okay. And this is a this is a parlay. No, I'm that's so what he wants. He wants it to be it. during that match. He wants Brian Cage yeah. comes Miro, back and costs we'll Hobbs see, and Starks the titles. Let's do it. Do you think we'll see Cage or Miro or someone we haven't seen on TV for a while? And if well, so, I, where? I certainly think that a lot of people are hoping that Miro comes back sooner than later. Man, I mean Miro. Um, Miro's Miro is the real guy deal. who makes he makes AEW feel more, especially like his his TNT title run was so so the epic. best TNT title run. I can't disagree with you, man. It really yeah. was epic against Brody um, Lee. I don't know. I don't. I mean, this Garbage was good too. This is a tough has one. so much going on, dude. I don't know if they need that. I, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Bonds, do you foresee anybody coming back? Or I mean, what with what time? I know. You know what I mean? That's like, what I'm asking right. you where. Yeah, if, I don't if, see this man. This card's already 15 pages long. You know what I yeah. mean? I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I think they could do something cool just for a pop, but I don't really see anything like that happening. You know? Does it need it? I mean, I love swerves. No. I love, you know, in four pay per views, I always love those swerves, those new feud beauty, yeah. building things. Um, but I don't want anytime there is kind of a surprise like that. I, I want that person to be pushed, you know, and I'm looking at our, our bingo card right now. And I'm like, okay, if you had someone come out and spoil Wardlow's, you know, celebration, <sighs> I don't want that person to come back and then get squashed by Wardlow because I want Wardlow to squash everyone. I don't want, let's say, um, you know, maybe versus Adam Cole. I mean, if Adam Cole wins, someone comes out and yeah, I think that. that. That's the yeah. safest thing. I mean, same with Angman, Adam Page, or CM Punk, which we're going to talk about next. Whoever wins that match, do you have Miro or Cage come back to be in the yeah. title picture just to lose again? Like, you know, it's a, it's a fine line you got to walk. A, it's a good opinion. question. It's one of those that's really hard to answer. Um, yeah. And, you know, AEW always has a, a, a an ace up their sleeve, so to speak, yeah. with double or nothing. They always have, some, like, surprises in store for us. But I feel like... You know, on Dynamite, we got to see Jeff Cobb and, and like, you know, the, like United Empire coming out and, and making a splash with that crossover of New sure. Japan. And so I, I think that they've, they've already kind of dabbled in some of that leading into this pay-per-view. I think sure. that we're going to see FTR potentially go against them. So I don't think they need it. I think that oh, they're, you're right. I think okay. they're good. I think this is going to be one of those pay-per-views that's going to have plenty of stuff going on, and there's going to be a lot of buzz off the heels of this pay-per-view that mm-hmm. I don't know if they need a, a big – and, dude, let's be real. AEW is well-known for having a lot of splash debuts and things like that. Let's save that for when yeah. it can really feel important and stand out. Um, yeah, you don't want it to get lost in the shuffle of a, a jam-packed card. And that's one of those things that I loved how they did the Thunder Rosa title change was not on the pay-per-view. Because with a pay-per-view so stacked, it could have got lost in the shuffle when it should have main evented as it did main event in in, in convincing fashion in that steel, steel cage. But speaking of main event, we got to talk it. Hangman Adam Page, the gold is on the line versus CM Punk, who has been in AEW, let's say, what, eight months now, nine months? 
and has really, you know, worked his way to the top. He's been putting in the work, having some great matches, you know, matches with a lot of different styles, a lot of different guys, and has really, you know, paid his dues. He wasn't given that rain. he wasn't getting that that Joker card going automatically, you know, going to the top. So I have to give credit where credit is due. He paid his dues, he climbed the ranks and he had some convincing wins and some awesome feuds with MJF, you know, and so this is um after hangman's promo and cm punks or the face-to-face that we got yesterday um i'm hooked I'm, I'm all in for this match because hangman delivered one of the most heartfelt promos that i've seen him do as he's known to do almost essentially saying AEW, team AEW versus you this outsider and so i know the crowd the crowd seems so split you know with the cm punk it's so fun to chant the cm punk chants and the cult of personality and all that but hangman there was not a, I mean, we go back, we, you know, roll back the clocks and, and watch some of our shows and, and talk about Hangman. There was no bigger pop than what Hangman was getting week in and week out when he was leading up to that title ring. No bigger pop. He was agreed. Punk's, Punk's getting pops. quite the pops though recently, dude. Punk's right. getting, and, Punk's you know, definitely overshadowing him right now. Man. So to me, you booked this main event. There's no way one of the guys does not turn heel at double or nothing. In my opinion, you don't have a main event of a pay-per-view and then, you know, essentially you leave and, you know, CM Punk's calling to have him shake his hand and stuff like that. You know, we're seeing that hangman attitude, which we've, you know, the cowboy shit attitude almost lean towards that heel way. And CM Punk's Hmm. is almost gone towards that heel way. I personally don't want to see as the resident babyface. I don't want to see hangman lean to that heel. The only way I'd want to see a heel champion is if CM Punk were to be the champion. So my pick is Hangman because I can't imagine, even though his title reign has been absolutely fantastic, it's been epic. he has earned every single defense. Every yeah. single defense has been blood, sweat, and tears. Amazing. And so I'm not ready for that to end because he is on top of his game and someone who's paid his dues and has earned, you know, crawled and clawed to win that belt. It is going to take a lot, and I, I honestly don't think – CM Punk has it in him right now to take it away from Hangman at this point. Um, if not CM Punk, who though? You know, what I mean, if not CM Punk, who? And, and Dan Housen. I picked. I picked, <laughs> I picked Hangman to win too. Um, this is one of those where I picked with my with my heart, my gut more than my head because I do think that Punk's going to win this one. I feel like, but I think that AEW could benefit from having CM Punk as champ. I think it could help them push over that sure. New Year's mark. Um, this is. Punk's just a big star, dude. Oh, that could happen. I called that before a few weeks ago. I called. I said, you know, Hangman going on the person to dethrone uh, the number one heel that needs to dethrone Hangman would be MJF. I'm all for pushing that homegrown stuff. You know, Punk is nine months in AEW. Like, yes, I know he's not a spring chicken, but I would love to see a heel Punk as a champ or a babyface Punk as a champ. Um, But to me, keep keep pushing that, you know, give all out, you know, MJF wins the title and we go there, man, I'm going to throw a margarita right in his damn face. <laughs> well, Bonds, Bonds, as a, as a CM yeah. Punk slappy, I want to know, did you end up picking him to win this one? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, and it's, it's for what you said, like, if not CM Punk, then, then who's going to beat hangman, right? Like Punk has been on an absolute terror since he joined AEW. I mean, he beat MJF. You know, like, MJF doesn't lose. You know what I mean? He's beaten everybody that's gotten in his way. He's done an awesome job. And I think that what you said about it being good for AEW, 
it makes sense. You know what He's I mean? A mainstream it, it, star. Yeah, it's it's mainstream. Like it'll bring casual fans that maybe aren't going to watch every week. And if they know that CM Punk's the world champion, they're going to watch it every week. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and that's just kind of how it is. And and that's nothing against Hangman. He's been absolutely perfect as a champ. He's every everything you could have expected and wanted from what he's done as the first time champ he is, you know, in his late twenties, early thirties, young guy, first like chance at that big of an opportunity. He's knocked it out of the park. He has, but losing the belt doesn't mean he's done losing the belt could change his personality. It could, it could ignite that fire that he's had last couple of weeks. It can and we saw some fire. In him We've this seen last fire, game. but oh imagine if he loses that belt to punk after saying, I don't respect you. I don't have anything good to say about you. You know, all that stuff that would be really interesting. And CM punk with the belt is even more interesting than CM punk without the belt. Like and CM punk without the belt yeah. is consistently one of the top two or three most interesting parts of AEW, no matter who he's feuding with, no matter what. So if you put the belt on that guy, and you maybe turn turn him heel against Hangman. Maybe he's the one that goes heel. They're showing all this stuff with Hangman kind of going mm-hmm. a little dark side. Maybe Punk glow blows him and wins the belt to end the pay-per-view. And that's how it goes. Uh, I've got, I really struggled with this one. And yeah. I think that like I think that it's tough. You I think that you gotta put I do think that you gotta have the belt on Punk at some point during his run here with AEW. And For sure. Early on in this feud, you know, Punk you know, one of his first promos in this said, you know, whether I win or lose, I'm going to give you a match of the li- of your lifetime. And da, 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 da. Yeah. it felt like he was almost like bracing us for if he lost this match. But as this build has gone on, it certainly feels like Punk really could end up winning this one. And I think that like, you know, I would love to see a heel CM Punk um, as world champion. I think right. that he, he could cut some epic promos and could have um, – could have a lot of that casual fan coming back into AW. I think that Punk is Punk is one of the guys on this roster who is a bona fide superstar. There's no denying it. Yeah. He, he cuts he cuts promos like few can. Um, but that when I talk about promos, Hangman's promo had me. I mean, he had me fired up, dude. And he like. Hangman's not known for promos. His 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 championship reign to this point, I feel like, has been really defined by his in ring work, yeah. and like, you know, it hasn't been noteworthy from like a like. There hasn't been a lot of meat on the bones. Exactly. There hasn't been a ton of character work and like epic feuds as far as like back and forth confrontations yeah. on the mic. This is a different side of Hangman, and I think he really stepped up to the plate and he knocked it out of the park. This promo that we saw against Punk. That's what put me over the top. That's what made me feel like, okay, he's going to win. When he said that I'm going to defend, I'm going to defend all elite wrestling from Mm -hmm. you. That was one of those lines where I was like, damn, man, he hit so hard. I had, I had to pick him for this one. Um, That's it. If he wins, if he wins, I'm with you, Bonds. I don't know who dethrones him. I get MJF being a guy that MJF. Yeah, that's about I don't it. know, man. I don't know but, if MJF is is gonna be the guy. I don't. MJF versus Hangman doesn't feel like a feud that it needs to be set up. Yeah, yeah. Maybe but, maybe that I, happens, but man, I just think that putting that belt on Punk and doing it in a way where maybe he is defending, you know, AEW from CM Punk, right? You have Punk like turn on him there, turn heel, 
you created a bigger star with Hangman Page. You created a bigger star. If you let's say he's beating Punk the whole match, he's having you know a great match. He's he's fired up. He's ready to go. And Punk low blows him and wins. I mean, you just created a character where it's like, oh man, like that's that's gonna be awesome. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think go either way again, like every single one of these matches. But and that's that is the coolest thing about Double or Nothing. I, I mean, yeah. uh, this this pay per view has a lot of those matches where it's like, man, one way or the other, it's gonna make sense. It's gonna work. There's a lot of potential for yeah. uh, seeds to be planted mm-hmm. for great steps down the line gonna be a good one man i can't even i mean this is such a jam-packed card and i honestly as much as i don't want to see hangman lose like a lot of these matches we picked and it's fun putting our bingo cards and and put together and all that it's it's like as a fan it's you're gonna it's a win-win you know crayfish your card right here you have 15 power bombs and you'll see that we'll post all these on here but you know, a couple things you and I are pretty close together on, you know, going with our hearts as well. And <laughs> I did not pull a Sasha and Naomi, even though we would love to see them there. But, you know, real quick, as I'm going to throw up these cards while we're discussing it, pick, you know, go, we'll go around and pick which match you want to open the show. So, Bonds, yeah. what match do you want to open the show? Because, I mean, that is a key role yeah. to really set the tone. Uh, Bucks versus Hardys. Oh, um, man. Because whenever the Bucks open Bucks a show, always open a show off. Whenever they open they the do. show, it's gonna be an awesome show. Every time they open a show, it's top notch. Every time they open a show, the show just it feels like everybody follows suit. They're like, oh man, like those guys put on a banger. We got to go put out a banger. Yeah, it seems tough. like they set the tone, and I want these guys to go out and set the tone. And you got one, maybe the greatest tag team of all time with the greatest tag team of this generation going at it, starting the show with no gold on the line. To me, that just makes sense. This is a tough question, SPD. What, yeah. what do you say? I mean, you know, since CM Punk has came, he's always, you know, you open the show, cult of personality. I feel like you could go with this is this wasn't my first pick, but an Adam Cole opening. You know, it's all the crowd would just yeah. go crazy, yeah. and that way, even though Adam Cole's going to win, and even though he's a heel, if he does win, um, <laughs> it still win. gets you that fun pop to start the show. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I agree. Your 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 pick is great, Bonds. I mean, my my first choice was the trio's tag team. That was my um, other pick. Yeah. But I think, like, because we've seen time and time again Adam Cole open Dynamites because of his persona and entrance and crowd thing, like, you talk about that, like, that that's my pick is Adam Cole and Samoa Joe. Yep, that, I, I, like I think that. that like I could see my two picks that I was going back and forth on, uh, Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe. Adam Cole like he has that way of getting the entrance, uh, gets the crowd going, um, and you know that match is going to be a banger. Um, or I could see the three way tag match starting off the show. Um, either way, you can't go wrong. Honestly, there's so many matches on this card that could could start the show off with a bang. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if I mean if they ended up going Death Triangle House of Black. There's a lot of different options that they could go yeah. in, this, in this one. Good question by you though, SPD. Thank you guys. Oh, yeah. Well, man, I always love talking uh, the pre pay per view shows with you because it's jam packed and there's it, it makes you really digest of like what's going to happen because you know I know our picks are locked, but even talking to you. Um, I feel like I still, I might, ch- I could have, it, I would change some if I could. Oh God, yeah. Potentially, I, I know you crave so many. Oh my God, yeah, I'm right. so, I'm, oh, flip, I, I'm so bad at that. I'm Mr. Flip flop, flip flop, flip flop. That's me, bro. I have a hard time putting it down in stone, and that's a good thing. 
that's a really good thing. That means that AEW has a lot of balance on their roster. Yeah. A lot of guys that uh, that feel like peers, feel like equals. Mm-hmm. Um, they, and they booked it in a way where, like, there are only a few matches on this one that feel like, oh, no doubters, no brainers. Um, right. Really, and even those right. could be shocking. Agreed. No? Totally agree. So- Mm-hmm. There's, there's always a no-brainer that doesn't go the way we think. It's so true, dude. You know? It was really good having you back, Bonds. We had oh, a yeah, lot of fun tonight. It was great to be tonight. here, guys. Uh, great to thanks see a lot for everybody in the chat who joined us. We had a lot of fun with you guys. Those of you guys who are listening to us after this one who go live, make sure you go get that booking by Bonds towel, only twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Good stuff. Handmade. Thanks so much for, for joining us. Cannot wait to talk to you guys post-Double or Nothing because you know, as, as SPD said, changing the landscape there's going to be a lot of stuff that happens in this pay-per-view we talked about it at length tonight guys pivot one way or the other a lot of storyline implications that could come from of it so good stuff fellas make sure you join us next week we are out sponsored by frito-lay